0: Well hello. Welcome back to another fun, fun edition. Another great edition of when sports collide. A little bit of football, a little bit of wrestling, babies. You know what time it is. We're gonna get funky like a monkey. We're gonna get up, gonna get down, gonna get funky, and gonna get dirty. Mmm man. Football season's around the corner. College football season's around the corner. We have SummerSlam this weekend. All I can say is hell yes, it's finally fucking here. Oh, I hope everybody's been doing great. Sorry I take a long. Uh... Sorry I took too long, but I'm not <coughs> real big on the recruiting. I mean, not the recruiting, but the drafting and stuff. That's why I didn't do a whole lot of uh, episodes in all season. But next offseason season is going to be better. I'm going to keep it up. This was my first year doing the offseason. I'm going to do a better job next year. But this year, football season is here because this is July and they have fucking started. Training camp, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Everybody's at training camp as we speak, I believe. There's some uh, teams that are late stragglers, kind of waiting to the last uh, part of uh, July. But next couple days... Every team ha- will have been reported at their uh, training camp facilities getting ready for the 2022 season. I love it, man. God, I love it. It's been such a good off season. I'm really pumped up about the NFL because there's a lot of changes this here. You know, of course, you got Hill went to Miami, and then you had some other ones I can't remember. I should have wrote that shit down. But you had some big, oh, the uh, trade uh, Deshaun Watson. He went to Cleveland, and he still has troubles. Baker got to to, uh, traded to uh, Carolina. I'm anxious to see. He'll probably get the starting job there, because I don't think that Sam guy is going to beat him out. He ain't that good of a quarterback. But I think Baker's going to be at the helm there. And if McCaffrey... Can stay uh, healthy all season. They might have a decent shot this year, but uh, it's Baker Mayfield again. He's—I mean—he had that one good kick-ass rookie season that everybody's like. But look what he did his rookie season. How long ago was that? You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's really time for him to put up because the Cleveland locker room came out and was saying how much of a sport baby he is, how immature he is when he don't get his way. Well. He's a product of being a fucking diva quarterback of today. So, anyways. But the NFL is getting primed up, lubed, ready to go. And I'm so freaking excited, man. Ah, I'm just excited. Going to be a good year. Cowboys lost some guys, but they still got a okay defense, I think. See how good they do. See how uh, Lamb... He'll, he'll probably step up and be a good number one receiver. But I'm anxious to see how good he does. And uh, there's just some other teams around the NFL that I'm just fucking great. Happy to see. Uh, play, you know. so And like y'all know, I don't have a favorite NFL team. All right. Well, like I said, NFL's not going on too much right now. But uh, let me see something. I will shoot out the uh, preseason for this year. When it starts, I'm not going to go through the whole goddamn season. Okay, the very first game is the Hall of Fame game and it's on a Thursday, August the 4th. And it's against the Jaguars and the Raiders. But I don't remember who's getting uh, put in this year, but it should be a damn good Hall of Fame. You should watch it. I try to watch every one of them. I like it. Some of them guys I grew up watching, it gets put in there. But August 4th is the first weekend of preseason football, so if there's anybody out there you want to see play, a new rookie coming in for your team, it's around the corner, man. This is the last week of uh, uh, July, and next week starts the NFL. Wow, that's fucking just slap, slap quick, man. But it's all good, man. It's training camp, preseason time. And that's about it for the NFL, isn't it? Not a whole lot, like I said, going on right now. Nothing big and major. Now we'll go on to college. And in college, we have, of course, in the offseason, Nick Saban, Jimbo Hicks, and uh, Deion Sanders all had words against each other because... You know, like Nate, Nick Sabin, he's fucking pouting, crying, saying that I ain't even bought. Well, they can bought their uh, team. They can pretty much do that now with these new NIL rules. Or UIL rules, I mean. So, it's all legal. And if they get the guys and can pay them now, I think that's awesome. So, that's uh, kind of got squashed, though. They ain't too much on that now. Here's the uh, recruiting. God damn all right here's our recruiting uh, for the co- or anyways here is our college football recruiting who's number one all the way to number 10 gonna start at number t- or, number 10 is USC now this is for the uh, 2023 class the class that's coming in next year after this season uh, USC's 10. Tennessee's 9. Georgia's 8. Louisville's number 7. Arkansas's 6. Northwestern is 5. Ohio State is 4. Penn State's 3. Oh, this is... Wait. Ah, fucked up. Sorry, guys. That's not right at all, because that was when I made my notes a couple weeks ago, and it's already changed since then. So... I'm gonna type up the college recruiting real quick and check it out. All right, here we go. Here's the right. Okay, here's the right one uh, going number ten to number nine. I'm in mean, number one. The, got LSU number ten, Alabama nine, Tennessee eight, Oklahoma seven, Penn State six, Clemson five. Texas four, because they just landed a big commit in Archie and they got another commitment this week, so they're trucking pretty good. Uh Georgia's three, Notre Dame one, and Ohio State is number one. So, but I'm ready for this season, I'm telling you. And in the off season, of course, everybody knows that the Pac 12 joined the Big Twelve. So I wonder Oh no, that's not what happened. Let me get my shit straight. Um, the uh, USC and uh, Cal, not Cal, UCLA. I think, yeah, USC and UCLA. They they're going to leave <coughs> the Big uh, Pac twelve, and they're going to the uh, Big Ten. Now everybody's saying that the Big uh, that the Pac, the Pac-12 and the Big Big 12 are probably going to join together, but once these colleges, uh, once uh, Oklahoma and Texas leaves the Big 12, and USC and uh, UCLA leave the Pac-12, it's really going to hurt these conferences because that's the two main colleges in the school. But with you uh, with uh, the Pac-12, they still got the, uh, they still got Cal, and then they still got Oregon. So, we'll see what happens there, guys. But like the Big 12, same thing. As soon as Oklahoma and Texas leaves, they're fucking uh, not going to be that big of a conference. They're not going to be a top five. And then, you know, old Gundy, oh, the Oklahoma State head coach, which I see his point, but he ain't nothing but a big baby. Anytime he loses and all that, he gets all pissed off and cries. He throws his fits too much. But he's a good coach. He ain't going nowhere. He's kind of put Oklahoma State on the map. They've never been on the map. So, but uh, he was bitching at the Big 12 uh, media day and uh, all that, that the, uh, Texas and Oklahoma shouldn't be there. Well, uh, you know, technically they're still, on the co- still in the conference so they can be there. So, just have to fucking deal with it there, buddy. We'll see you in uh, Stillwell around uh, Oklahoma, around uh, Halloween because that's usually when we play Oklahoma State. But I'm looking forward to this college season. There's been a lot of good, a lot of movement around the off season. Of course, everybody remembers right after Oklahoma season was done. Bam! Before they even announced the bowl game, Lincoln Riley's like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." So he left. He's been to UTEP, going to USC. He's already there recruiting guys. Took half of the fucking uh. A lot of the offensive talent. There's still some there at Oklahoma, don't get me wrong. But they uh, don't have the power they used to. I'm anxious to see how they do this year because Lincoln Riley was an offensive guru head coach. The head coach they got now is the uh, defensive coordinator and the defensive coach for Clemson for years. But he came from Oklahoma and went there. I'm wondering how that's going to change the atmosphere there with it being a defensive uh, guy. You know, if their defense is going to get better, but their offense is going to start petering off. Makes you wonder, because like him or not, I can't stand Lincoln Riley either. He's a weaselly little shit. We had to face him fucking once a year, every year. And you Oklahoma fans can get mad all you want before he's leaving. But at the end of the day, the man is a fucking genius when it comes to the offensive stuff, so... Like it or not, Oklahoma, you're going to fall on offense probably. You're not going to be as predominant and big time as you was when Lincoln Riley was there. But who knows? We'll see what goes. And, of course, Texas, they got a win this year. I think they'll uh, have more than five wins. Hey, I'm not, you know, saying they need to win a national championship or a Big 12 championship this year. I just want to win some fucking games. So if we can win 10 or if Texas can win 10, that would be great for me. But there's some other colleges. Uh, Clemson, I want to see how good they're going to bounce back this year after losing people the past couple years in the draft. Uh, Notre Dame, anxious to see how good they're going to do. Alabama, they're bringing back some uh, great talent. So, And USC, man, everyone's going to be watching USC. So I think it's going to be a great football season. It's here, and I'm pumped, primed, ready for it. And I hope you guys are too, man. I hope you guys are too. Well, I'm going to take a little quick break right here, throw a little commercial in here, and we will be right back.
1: Well, how's everybody doing today? It's your good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash, the most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a spine, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is it, some bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, babies. We gonna get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white light, lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of borderline Texas trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about... Uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that, and we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around, and my niece joins the show sometimes, we do a little segment called Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby, that's our live show we do sometimes, and then I got the uncle that I talked to down in, uh, Boothville, Louisiana, and he calls sometimes, we have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Corner. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline, Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. Uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, babies. Because we, we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've whined and dined with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, Come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So, I'll see you later.
0: Bye. Well, I hope you like that commercial. That's another podcast I do. That's an adult one. Not for the kiddos. But we got got, uh, wrestling to talk about now. And there's a lot going on that has progressed in the past month. Um, WrestleMania, of course, I didn't do a show after that. That was a good fucking show. Um, Had some other pay-per-views that were good. But uh, the biggest news that's been coming out of the wrestling world today in the past couple weeks is Vince McMahon. Well, first off, it came out that he paid this one girl hush-up money for, uh, you know, having sex with her. So he paid her a lot of money to shut up. Well... He paid it out of his own pocket, but I think where everybody's losing it, it's it's not a place to act like that, and it's not shouldn't act like that in a place of business is what a lot of people are saying. Which I see their point, but I always see his. If he paid for it himself, but you don't need to be running around fucking everybody in the office either. But he's in a lot of crap right now, and then there's more women that have came out and said he's paid them off through the years, so. Uh, Vince McMahon, believe it or not, as of uh Friday, said he is retiring, stepping down from the wrestling world. He will not do it anymore. Now I don't know Vince at all. Never even got close to meeting him, never even been close to Connecticut. But everyone's saying everyone thought that he was just gonna end up die still in charge because that's all he knows. It's what all he does. So I wonder how he's gonna do, uh, not um, being involved in anything. So now we have Brock. Uh, Brock Triple H is in charge, so he's in charge of uh, Raw and stuff. So we'll see how good it goes. But I'm sorry, it's still hard for me to sit there and devote three hours to fucking that show. It's just very hard to. I can't do it. I gotta watch the highlights because it still sucks sometimes. You know. But, hey, that's what it is. And, of course, we got the big time SummerSlam coming. Let's go over and uh, see who's going to be fighting. Of course, you know Brock Lesnar's back. But they had to do that because Cody's hurt. And Edge, I don't know where the fuck he went after they kicked him out of his group. So, I don't know. What's gonna happen there? Let me look up uh, who's fighting in it, and I know Brock and uh, Brock and Rom- uh, Roman Reigns are having a last man standing, and of course you know the Usos are gonna run in, and Paul Heyman's gonna help cheat. So you already know that's gonna happen. Okay, let's see. Where are we gonna start? Our first match would be Logan Paul versus the Miz, which ought to be pretty good. Logan Paul's wanting some payback for his WrestleMania face slam that Miz gave him. Then we have Riddle versus Seth Rollins. It's ought to be pretty good. It's ought to be a good match. Oh Riddle, he's pretty good. And Seth Rollins, he's just he's awesome in the ring. Then we have for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. And Bianca Belair is a bad woman. I like her. I really do. She's good, athletic. She can move in the ring. And she's just awesome. Uh, I don't know who's going to win that one. I don't know. Becky's good, too, though. And she hasn't had the belt in a while. So I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go with old Bianca I'm gonna I'm gonna go with her on that one then we have Pat McAfee going up against happy Corbin I'm gonna go with Pat McAfee for a guy coming from football and he's been they're running his own uh, talk show rough uh, football show sports show I guess well he's been announcing and he has wrestled a couple times and the boys fucking good and what I like about it is he don't disrespect the business. He is a very, very good fan. And he uh, he's good, too. I mean, he's very fucking athletic. So, well, uh, I'm going to go with a pat on that. Uh, happy happy Cor- Corbin's just a little too goddamn happy. Then we have the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Uh, Street Profits against the Usos. And if you've been watching Raston, they've been having a pretty good rival going back and forth. I hope Private Party, or Private Party, different show. I hope the Street Profits win. Because the Uso's have had the titles for a while. It's time for a change. Then we have the United States Championship. uh, Bobby Lashley going up against uh, Theory. I'm going to go with uh, Lashley here because I'm thinking he's going to win. That's going to piss Theory off. So he's going to come down and do a run-in on the old, I think, at the end of the Undisputed Championship with Roman and uh, Brock. I think he's going to come in and cash it in. Then we have the SmackDowns Women's Championship, Liv Morgan against Ronda Rousey. I'm sorry, Liv, baby, but uh, Ronda Rousey is probably going to beat that ass. Then we have the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Against Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, I'm gonna go with Roman still, because Brock don't stay there long enough. He just comes and goes here and there. I'd like to see him lose to get off, because he's held up for a while. I'm not saying I want him off, because I don't like him. I like him better as a heel, because he really makes me not like him. I don't like him as a good guy, because he tries to win you over and it don't work. He's a better heel. I like him. You know, but I think it's just time for him to have the belt off of him. So hopefully they do that. That'd be nice to see some new champions. I mean, it's cool to see a champion up there for, you know, a year or two. But come on, after a while, it just gets kind of fucking old. You know what I mean? But that's the lineup for SummerSlam. AEW's got one coming up um, next weekend, I think. So Oh, but this weekend, do not forget about it now. (coughs) <coughs> Rick Flair, his last
1: match.
0: And if you haven't been keeping up with it, because you're like me, I really don't. But the only reason I do hear about it is because I listen to Conrad Thompson's podcast he has. He has like five or s- about eight now with different ex-wrestling stars. Well, he's got one with Jeff Jarrett. He's got one with an H. They got all that's going. and him. So his match is going to be with his son-in-law, Andrade. With again with him against Jay Lethal and uh, Jeff Jarrett because Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal gave uh, Rick Flair's seventy three year old ass a beat down in a parking lot, which you know was kind of messed up for Jay Lethal. But when Jeff Jarrett was down there trying to help him up, and I don't know why Rick Flair said that. He basically said, "Fuck off! I never did care for you and your dad." I mean, why? Why say that? You know, so it is what it is. But I just can't believe he's wrestling at 73. But kudos to you, man. But that's coming up Sunday night. There's going to be some good matches, I believe. I know one match for sure. It's a tag team. It's the Briscoe Brothers against uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, I believe. That should be good because them two guys have never met, never even fought together against each other. So that ought to be good. Well, guys, I think it's time for me to get on out of here. Glad you stopped by today. I will do more of these now. I'm going to do a big uh, football special before we uh, start the season. So I think I'm going to dig this here. It's a lot of exciting stuff. Wrestling's chiming up, baby. Everything else is you guys be good, be real. Don't forget to come back and listen now to when sports collide with your host, Stephen Booth, baby. The man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. <laughs> But this is uh, old Steven signing off, and I will see you cool cats later, man.